Miami. Nope. Hey, 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 hey. What's happening, What's people? What's happening? How we doing this evening? Yeah, man. We're back one more time. Dead Man Dead Podcast. This your guy, Greg, right here. This is Case. Hope everyone's having a great evening today. Yeah, man. Um, it's been a wild week, brother. It has definitely been interesting. So much happening. So much crazy. So much pandemonium. Where do we begin? I mean, you've got to address the elephant in the room, man. We've got to start on the same topic again. Coronavirus again. has the world running crazy, bro. I think crazy is a... I think crazy is understood. This is looking like the way people are carrying on right now is it's looking like end of days. Yeah, it's it's one of those situations where how do you tell someone that's losing their mind not to lose their mind? I don't think you can. You know what I mean? Whatever they, whatever the mind says, the mind's gonna do. You know, and, and obviously in the situation obviously you're hearing different things and different outcomes and what it can do, what it can't do, and everyone's just you know, making up a decision on the spot. Let's be yeah, safe. It's really them. unfortunate, man. And more than anything, I'm really disappointed in us all. Talk I really sure. am. Well, it's our short memories. We seem to forget yeah. that every so often something pops up like this that is, you know, meant to be a new super disease. And don't get me wrong, yeah, a lot of people are infected with coronavirus at the moment. But yeah. again, like I said, we go through this every so often. And we, it seems like every time it happens, we don't remember the last time. That's a, that's a good point. I can't really argue with that at all, to be honest. That's, that's well evaluated. You know, we've been through this situation with different with different, um, different diseases or viruses or whatever exposure that's happened. And we, we've come out on the other side all right. So I'm up in, like you said, the um, the short memory is why are we not reverting to what we already know. Yeah, it's it's stupid because the way we're behaving could easily be avoided by just you know engaging our brains a little bit. The experts are on it; they've told you all you have to do is avoid certain situations. There's no special particular measures that are needed, but. Now you're having situations where we're having to react to the mass hysteria rather than actually reacting to the situation. Yeah, and that's it. I mean, it just takes like, one person. Go on, sorry. Continue, continue. No, no, sorry. It, it's, yeah, I'm, I am on a little bit of a rant at the minute. And in a certain sort of way, it takes celebrity for people to take things seriously on a certain level. And by seriously, I mean basic things that you should be doing anyway. Your self-hygiene, washing your hands making sure that you know you're not coughing and touching surfaces and like i said last week i don't know why we'd be coughing in our hands anyway that's just nasty yeah i mean some of these stuff is like everyday stuff that we should be doing anyway you know and um like you said the, the professionals advising us to to take the, the same precautions day in day at precautions just just you know what i mean just take a little bit more focus on it and um you know people are taking that and twisting it and turning it into something completely different I'm coming out with uh, what we're seeing today. I mean, have you seen the superstores? Have you seen the supermarkets? Yes, I have. And I decided um, to take a walk on Friday just to just to take a gauge for myself. See what's going on. I didn't need anything. I'd already done my shopping. The shelves are clear, bro. No toilet tissue. Why? And it's not, and it's not everything. It's just it's, it's toilet tissue. It's pasta. It's rice. It's water. You know, and, and these things, are, they're absolutely clearing. I think I was speaking to one of the checkout um, uh, ladies and she said that somebody threw a packet of tissue at her head because they told him that they were on a two per person. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> so bro, you imagine that. Like, think about it. Just, just think about what we're doing. Why are we holding toilet tissue? 
Coronavirus don't give a shit, bruv. You know what I mean? Like, for what? What are we holding on toilet tissue for? Tell, 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 what's the reason? Can anyone give us the reason? Like, give us a reason. You know the Twitter addresses at Development Case and Greg at Coach MGM, and you can also hit up the podcast directly. That's at them man there underscore pod. Shout out to everybody that's been in touch with the feedback over the last week as well. We really love hearing from you guys, man. We're trying to Fantastic. tighten up everything we do for you guys. Definitely. So give us a reason. Like, what, what is the reason for us stocking up on tissue, going crazy for tissue? What, what, why are we going crazy for pasta? Like, what? And you know the thing is, they're buying the pasta, but no sauce. <laughs> so, well, so, so what's pasta, bro? Dry pasta, I promise you. I'm looking at all the sauces in there, but the pasta is gone. Nah, definitely. So, so what, are we, what are we trying to make? Hey. <laughs> 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 what are we trying to make? <laughs> Yo, the paracetamol, it's all gone. Hey, that's a painkiller, baby. Don't kill nothing. That's just, it's just, it's just, it's just bad. It's just crazy. Like literally, you know, I'm going there doing a normal shopping. I'm getting everything, but can't get no pasta, no rice. You know what? Shout out to my son. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bringing up the rice from London, you know? <laughs> oh, bro, this is stupid. And that's where we are right now. That's where we are right now. But you know, know, like my stance that? on it, people, please listen. Let's be reasonable. Let's be intelligent human beings. Let us not panic, please. What what you're doing is there's people that can only leave their house so often. The old people, the yeah. ill, you know, keep people on fixed income. Or if music. they're going into the shops and there's nothing there for them to buy, you're forcing them to have to come out of their house again to look for it another time. We don't need 30 packs, 30 packs of like nine toilet roll. You don't need it. You don't need it. Chill out, relax, you know. Um, Why are you running out of toilet tissue anyway like that? I don't know. So, you know, uh, that's something looking like your diet, bro. <laughs> I think so. You better start questioning what's going on. Um, have you used the? Um, I mean, I, I looked at the uh, the the postcode checker, the, the area. So mm. Manchester, I think when I checked it yesterday, seven cases. I know exactly. That's my point. Like, seven how many cases. Manchester? We're going crazy Almost like six hundred thousand people in Manchester. Seven cases, and we're going crazy. Bro, can you give me one percent? At least give me one percent before we start losing our damn minds. You know, it's, it's just. Taking away too much. So, guys, you know what I mean? Follow the instructions that are given. If you're doing it, then fine. You know, if you feel like you know someone, don't be arrogant about it. Feel like you're invincible. You know, just just do the necessary precautions. Keep everybody in mind. All right. So, are we getting into the numbers? You want to go? Go for it. You get into numbers. Go. Tell us. All right. We're sitting at the moment on 156,400 cases worldwide. Now, as everyone would expect, that's that's confirmed cases. We're not talking about including the people that have recovered, etc. If you want that number, I got it for you. 73,968 people have recovered out of that 156,000. I mean, what else do you want me to tell you? It's a small, it's a small, small number compared to who's out there in the world. Of course, man. Like, obviously, China has the highest numbers in Europe understandably from what we know italy now that's a bad situation because i've uh listening to below the rim podcast earlier this week shout out to those guys hannah shaw was on there and yep. she just came back from italy because their season there has been suspended there's twenty-one thousand yeah. plus in italy infected i want to know what's going on over there that it's just so infectious more than do you know what it is 
I don't think it's the infection rate though, but you see these families, they go out in numbers. They go out and from what I know, they go out in numbers. So anywhere like uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, restaurants, everything, anywhere they go, they don't go out as single entities. It's always a family situation. So you're looking at probably like 10, 12 plus per, per family going up at the same time. You know, if you put that in any situation or any restaurant or any whatever, one person getting it and spreading it through that whole restaurant, the numbers will climb. I don't think it's deliberately per se it's spreading in a particular area i just feel like um it's it's just you know if one person is a if one big family's got it then everyone is in close contact is probably picking up the same symptoms yeah and yeah that does make sense um by most reports italy is a very communal type of society but even then with that twenty one thousand out of that twenty one thousand, there's been 1400 deaths um that's about four and a half to five percent yeah uh that's for me on the high end of the mortality rate yeah because generally the mortality rate is hanging around around three to three point five percent take the uk yeah. for example so we've now crossed the threshold over one thousand uh, yeah. confirmed cases out of that one thousand so it's one thousand one hundred and forty three yeah out of that there have been 21 deaths it's, it's unfortunate but it's still very small again if you make that as a percentage number on the mortality rate that's 1.83 so we we really have to do a lot better generally in terms of watching out for hysteria because hysteria i think is a lot more harmful than what the virus itself is doing and let's not forget the uk number that includes gibraltar for example yeah that's right but that's part of the uk we're an island yeah it's an island you know it's not that easy for someone from say germany to just cross over like that although you know the world's a lot smaller than it used to be you still can but yeah. over land borders diseases travel a lot easier um how long do you reckon it's gonna last what do you reckon i mean everything around is getting effective sports uh flights everything else how, how long do you see this lasting again there's no way to tell because i truly feel that at this moment in time right now we're reacting to the hysteria more than the virus itself so yeah, we, need, we need a call for calm absolutely you know? and you know it's it's not helped by people like you know your quote-unquote leaders this motherfucker ain't my leader he's an elected officer that don't mean he's a leader boris johnson <laughs> saying you know, some Freak. of you are gonna die but rah is what it is are you mad Freak. He's got not. He's not tactful. He's not. Uh, and I've always, and I've always questioned him being in office from when he was a mayor or whatever he was to the UK. He's an unusual person. He's a very unusual person. Yeah, there's not a lot that he seems to get right on his own, i.e., without advisors. You know, there always has to be someone in his ear, like you know, Boris. That's not what we do. You know <laughs> he ain't smart. He ain't smart. But anyway. I'm off that. So let's move on. All the sports been locked off, bro. Pretty much Friendly, everything. Done up. NBA, done up. You're done. done up. Naturally, done up. But I didn't want to talk about that one. That one hurts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, locally done up two weeks. You know, so everything's everything's locked down. Everything's locked down. That being said, thank that God for the BBL trophy and WBBL trophy. You know, I was actually surprised that it was going ahead, you know, when someone sent me the link and I said, why is it still going ahead? Like, you know, but 
Thank God for it, definitely. It was but a great game. Great we game. We just got done watching the the BBL trophy final, man. What a game that was. But we'll we'll start with the WBBL first, and like this again. This is a flipping hell of a game, bro. Like uh, Leicester beat Durham by seventy points to sixty six. Now, that's not your highest scoring game that you're ever gonna get. Don't get me wrong. Scoring was hard to come by, but they competed, and that's what you want. You know, when you when you watch finals, that's what you want. You want people to compete. Um, I'll be honest with you. Obviously, I didn't catch it as much as I wanted to. Obviously, I got filled in by my by, by Craig. Um, but you know, looking at the box score and everything else, it was a, it was a very competitive game. <clears throat> yeah, man, you you could tell you're looking at two very well prepared teams. And shout out to Sarah. Henrik Dotsir from Leicester, she was MVP, 23 points on 53.3% shooting and 7 rebounds. Congrats. Congrats. Right behind her was Kay Oliver, 17 points, 11 rebounds and 3 blocks. And Bria Almo chipped in with 12 points, uh, 5 rebounds and 3 assists. Um, Henrik Dotsir was the only person scoring with any kind of consistency for Leicester, as you can tell. Um, yeah. This was definitely a defensive matchup. Again, like I said, the scouting reports were points. You know, both teams knew who was the troublemaker from the other team, and they did a great job trying to lock them down. You know, shout out to uh, Betsy McDonald, 16 points on 50% for Durham, eight rebounds and five assists, and my point guard Nicolette Fong Yuchi, Manchester girl, 14 points, uh, six rebounds and four steals. That's phenomenal. That's a great. That's those some great stats. That's definitely great stats. Good job, man. Congratulations, most definitely. All right. It, this is the thing. Durham, I think they're next up in the WBBL. This is their third final in the last 12 months. Now, they've lost them all, but they're getting there. They are. They are. It's, and it's not to be undermined, you know. Like, you know, it, it, it's a pattern. You can see, obviously, like you, like, like Greg said, they, they're getting to the finals. Um, they're showing all the signs of progression. So, um, let's not rule them out. Yeah, man. They look like they were out of it at the end of the third quarter, and then they had just... Um, the mother of all five backs in the fourth quarter to make it a game again. And I'm not going to lie, it looked like Leicester were getting a little bit shaky down that stretch. But, you know, the experience kicked in and they were able to ice the game late on. But, yo, listen, bear, mark my words, look out for Durham. They're next. We looking, we looking, we looking. All right. So now the game that everybody's been talking about for, I don't even know how long, man. You couldn't get away from it. The wow. BBL Trophy final in Newcastle and Solent. Now, wow. Wow. this didn't wow. get off to the best start in the days leading up to it. You know, you had Nick Schlitzer, Mike Moore, Sal inside a dead Hussein, all yes. returning home um, with the blessing of Newcastle, of course, behind the fears of coronavirus, etc. So, yeah. straight off the bat, Newcastle are losing three key rotation guys right there because they're all worth. Yeah, they, they, they went there with a very. Uh... A very small, a very small squad. I think they relied on about six players for the whole game. Yeah, Coach Ian McDonald, shout out to him. This is your first trophy as a head coach in the BBL. Awesome job by you, man. Um, this this was a tough one for him to navigate using a six-man rotation for the whole game because obviously just before the game we found out also that Kai Williams was out with an illness in the family. And yeah, Eddie Matthew also couldn't go. Absolutely. Condolence out to that family. Hope everything works out, you know. Yeah, man, 100%. And, and all of that on its own, 
is hard enough to deal with. You're placing you all that on top of the fact that you're playing against a Solon team that are just rolling. Rolling, very drill, very organized. You know, so Newcastle has obviously gone in there at a handicap, if you would say. Some bookies have Solon as favorite by one, one and a half points favorites on the betting markets. I'll be honest, I was swaying towards Solent as well. So, you know, <laughs> you know, they've, 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 like I said, in, on the on the bit, on the way to the final, they've caused some upset. So, you know, I mean, you, we spoke about it last week. Could we really rule, rule them out? We, we couldn't. Yeah, man, that was my below the rim um, prediction for this week was Solent by two on a buzzer beater right at the end to win it. And, you know, the game went to OT. That was in play. Exactly. It was really, really, really end-to-end stuff both on the offensive and defensive boards. I'm a bit biased, I'll be honest with you. I'm a bit biased, Greg, and I'm going to tell you why. (laughs) Raymond Fletcher, man. (laughs) He's doing left-handed people proud, man. (laughs) Let me tell you something. This was impressive. Like, people who watch the BBR will know all about Raymond Fletcher. He is a two-time league MVP. He's no joke. But understand this. Solon, in terms of scouting probably one of the best in the country at any level do you not think Roman Fletcher would have been all over that scouting report oh absolutely 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 with that being the case he still said come get these buckets he's got it all though you know you know what I've never realized and don't get me wrong you see players on a day-to-day basis in the game and I've never seen a player even though he's capable of using both hands so confident just to go one way and get it done. Do you understand what I mean? That that left hand is a one, bro. I don't know how many times he looked at the Solon defense and said, I see you loading up on the left. It doesn't matter. I'm coming that way anyway. And he got it done every time. Degree of difficulty, you name it. Just read the stat. He had one move in the third quarter where he went up Took the contact, went up and under around the defender. Oh, that yeah, I dropped it in so soft, man. It was beautiful. But yo, truth be told, Solon, you're represented for all of us in the NBL. I know that you guys are just NBL by name only. I don't mean that lightly. Like Matt Guyman, he is a hell of a coach. Brandon Okoronko, Travis Charles, you know, Elliot Sentence, Ian Smith, Elliot Dads, um, Chris Scarlett. You name it, these guys can ball. And they showed that, man. That was end-to-end stuff. They went there with a no-fear factor, you know what I mean? And went end-to-end with these guys, showing them they could compete as well. I'll be honest, I was concerned at one point because obviously we were talking about it through the game. Me and you was saying that obviously Sentence needed some help. But they came up. They came up in that last quarter. That last quarter and a half, they came up. Yeah, and you're right, you know what, Sentence did need some help, and the key thing here is that it took Travis Charles quite a long time to get going with that mid-range game of his. I think the length and size of CJ Gates got to him a little bit, and he mean, it would, wouldn't it? He's seven foot. Yeah. You don't run into that every week in the NBA. You don't run into that every week at most levels. You know, this is why you pay the big man. Yeah. Um, but... The Solon really had a hard time from the three-point line today. That's a little bit out of character for them. Um, but considering who Newcastle have on their roster, Solon, 60 points in the paint compared to Newcastle's 44. That's impressive. <coughs> you know, they, yeah, made a couple of, they made a couple of... Uh, well, they made, what, 24 points on a fast break. Second chance points are pretty good. Um, and that's their identity. They want to get up and down and run and they want to shoot the three. 
you know, the one shot to take today just wasn't dropping. And, you know, on any given day, that can be a different story. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, and like, like you say as well, um, uh, with a sort of formidable force and, and the style that they're playing, it, it, it proves it's scary to see, you know, and, and any um, team that's in their league would not want to go up against that. But for them to bang with that, with that. And it's not like it's a... A normal. This is this is Newcastle Eagle. You know, you know how dominant they've been in the BBL since they've come across, come along. You know, and uh, I got to hand it to them, man. You know, I, I even said to you at the end of the game, I did see that. I did see that. Uh, I thought that um, Solent was going to win that one. Yeah, and I was right there with you. And uh, you know, we we've seen Newcastle have their struggles this season, uh, which makes sense with the transition from the long-running tenure of Fab Flournoy to now Ian McDonald. Don't get me wrong, Ian McDonald's been there throughout for a very long time with Newcastle Eagles. He knows everything about the structure over there and the way they do things. But it's just a different voice now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, they've, they've done really well to pick up this piece of silverware. I think it's their first one since 2015-17 as well. It's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. So, shout um, out to Darius Defoe, the old man. I was the just about to say that. Rebound. Hey, he looked like he guy. was finished at the end of the game. He he put it all on. I think he put it all on the line for that team. You know, um, obviously when I saw when 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 we first when when Darius first decided to go to Newcastle, I, I didn't think no one thought he was going to last as long as he did over there. But you know, credit to him, he's been there a very very long time. You know, very long time, and and today he came up with his trumps at 35 years of age. His experience count for a lot. 23 yeah, point. You know. 53% from two-point range, 53% field goal, seven from nine from the free throw, you know, 77%. <clears throat> 11 right, rebounds. I'm, I'm three years younger than Darius Defoe, and I just feel broken on a daily basis. To see him doing what he's doing out there on the court at that level, still shout out to you, my guy. Your guy, Ramon Fletcher, lefty love from you, 29 points, five rebounds, six assists. But, of course, the MVP... Big fella, CJ Gettis, 21 points, 17 rebounds, 7 assists. This man flirted with a triple-double, my bro. Right. He, he's apparently, he's been like, he's been the assist guy at 7 foot. So, you know, respect him and triple-double pending. I mean, yeah, does it not make sense that he's the high assist guy? He's going to attract a lot of attention no matter who he's playing. That double team comes, he knows who to find and these guys are making plays for him. That's right. That's right. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Elliot sentence, obviously, like he was like a big name as a junior coming up um, a few years ago, and he's really realizing that potential now. You know, for Sol and Kestrel's testament to McCarmen again, twenty-six points on fifty percent shooting and six rebounds. Ian Smith, um, he really is the spoon that stirs the drink for the Solon. Eighteen points, seven rebounds, five assists. And eventually, Travis Charles had 18 points and 10 rebounds. But that 18 point, it took him a long time to get there. Yeah. I mean, I think effectively he took over from when Sentence, because Sentence was pretty cold in the fourth. Um, and then obviously Charles came out to play. So, uh, you know, but um, like I said, it was a brilliant final. Great back-to-back and stuff. And what they're saying is the second one that went into overtime two years in a row. After not having one for 30 years before that, man, this I love this game. We love the game. Yeah, we man. So shout out to everybody that took part in the WDBL finals this weekend. DBL finals. We needed this, guys. We really needed this. And we hope, you know, 
we would get to see the end of the seasons in the BBL, WBBL, NBL. You know, once everything calms down, bring basketball back to us. <laughs> you know, it's it's that situation. Free bro, free bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, what else happened this week, man? It was the last week of public royal duty for Harry and Meghan. Yeah. So this whole situation for me has been one big mess, and I've hated every minute of it. Yeah, I mean. From, I think from the moment that they got together and they they, they they decided to say how serious they were about it, it was a there was a lot of uh, negative negative splashback from it, you know. And and it's a shame that it has to come to how it is now, and then to do this and stuff like that. But um, if you, if you look deeper into it, as on and I'm talking on um, on um, Harry's side, yeah, that was that was coming. <laughs> There's no way that Harry was not going to take the decision he took. This, he was what ten years old, maybe younger. Yeah. yeah. He watched his mother get hounded literally to her death by the media, all the way up to when she's taking her last breath, bro. After the exactly. serious accident, she's still being hounded by the press. He was not going to watch that happen to his wife and his young son. No way. No, no, not at all. And 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 you know what? The decision that he made, and you know what? I, I stand by it. I I I I recognize it. You know, it's not a big, it's it's not an easy decision to make. But you know, for him to live a normal life and his family, his wife and his kid, he, he done what he needed to do. Yeah, and you know, it's it's really a grimy situation because this is obviously from the outside looking, and we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. But it looked like his brother didn't have his back. No, yeah, and I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree with you on that. Now, that that for me is the worst part of all of this because, again, that's his brother. You went through what Harry went through with the death of your mom. You saw what happened. You saw how it happened. You obviously saw how it affected him. You know how it affected you yourself. You might not necessarily agree with some of the decisions and paths that they've taken, but you must understand where he's coming from. You've got to understand. I mean, it's important. You've got to. You both live the same situation. You know. I mean, why is it he's taking it a little bit harder and more serious than you are? Just is it because the the, the hierarchy or the you know? I mean, you're in line next and he's not. I, I don't know. You know. But for me, if if my sibling's going through a situation, I'm I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. Well, again, they both they were both children at the time, but Harry was like he wasn't even a teenager yet when this happened. So obviously, he's going to take it a lot harder. And, and let's, 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 let's not forget that Harry's been in the limelight most of his life because of obvious situations. You know, obviously him coming out with red hair and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm just saying, like, he's had it a little bit harder. He's had it a little For bit harder. For me, he's developed into being, like, first of all, that whole room family, their man is some son else. Like, I don't trust them. Careful, Greg. Careful, Greg. I don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they know where I'm at. If they're coming to get me, they come in regardless. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is win, lose, or draw. Shoot your shot, bro. Um, <laughs> like, he was the wild child, the party animal, the loose cannon. Look at him now. Hey, the people's person, man. Can we be like Harry? Not like Mike. <laughs> like, look at him now. The boy done grown. He's grown, man. He's grown. 
Yeah, and it's it's sad as well. You know, you watch, you know, the media play these games and they're so good at it. Everything they wanted to say that Megan was bad at, they'd flip it the other way and look at Kate and say, look what she's doing. You know, Megan wears the same dress twice. Or you, you're cheap or you ain't got no style. Kate does the same. Or, you know, she's being frugal, you know, eco-friendly, etc., etc. I'm like, hold up, it's the same thing. How's it two different stories? You know, that's how the media play. The media play a vicious cycle and there's always favour and, and some form of political influence to what needs to be said and what has to be said, you know? I mean, where's the balls on some of these media guys? Say what's on your mind, you know? Be free about it, you know? Deal with the consequence, you know? I mean, if you're going to be a reporter, at least do it right. Now their balls in the same place as their bank account, brother. That's what they care about. There you go. And okay. of course, controversy sells and everything, but that's another thing for us to be ashamed about as a society. The fact that the truth doesn't matter when a delicious lie is more entertaining. Hmm. That's the facts. That's the facts. So, unfortunately, or fortunately for them, I think actually. This was their last week of active royal service. They're going to live themselves a private life. How private that's going to be, Lord knows. But some of that clear off themselves. Um, but you know, more life to them, man. More life to them, and you know, on that, wish them well. And you know, I mean, like I said, as you said, the, will the line not be up for them? No, it probably won't be for, for for the time being. But you know, um, justice and. Uh, positivity and everything else hopefully that prevails yeah uh, i think they'll be fine in the long run i really do he's lucky man <laughs> <laughs> yeah it could have been something else yo yeah absolutely 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 so talk to me what are we doing what are we looking at uh we didn't address this in the last episode to be honest i don't know why i think we just kind of skipped over it for whatever reason but uh, anyone who's anyone on this planet obviously will be aware of the, the passing of Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And I'm a person that's almost completely unaffected by celebrity deaths. Like, that, that almost never matters to me. But this one got to me. More so for the fact that, you know, he, he went out with his young daughter and the kind of relationship it was apparent to us that they had, man. That it, it, it was tough. It, yeah, I mean, when I got, first got the news, I was with um, uh, one of your guys, actually. I was with um, Arnold. Shout out to Arnold. And obviously, he said to me, is this a joke? And I looked and I was like, no, nah, it can't be. But obviously, like I obviously like you said, and we spoke about for us, we saw it on TMZ. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, TMZ, I don't really kind of deem them as credible. Um, but then before we knew it, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. And for me... You know, growing up and obviously idolizing and watching, you know what, watching players. There's probably two players I kind of grew up idolizing, and, and and Iverson was one of them, and and Kobe was the other. And that wasn't more or less about his gameplay with his mentality, you know. So when 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 I found out that he passed, um, it just almost felt like a friend, a, a friend that someone I don't I don't know him, but it almost felt like a friend was gone. You know? Yeah, it was a tough one. Like, um, complete honesty from me, I was never in any way, shape, or form a Kobe Bryant fan. And that's honesty. Like, that's honesty. And you, I was, I've always in my whole life, from when I was a little guy watching NBA on tape delay back in the day, I was anti-Lakers. <laughs> there was no way you could have even paid me to be a Lakers fan. It just wasn't happening. 
So obviously, you know what it's like in fandom. During his career, they'll bun Kobe. Like I, I don't want to hear nothing about Kobe. Keep his name out of my mouth, all of that. But yeah. once he retired, you didn't hear none of that from me. No, because you know I kept it where it needed to be. You know, um, I never said he wasn't a great player. I recognized he was a great player. Um, my favorite player plays in his position. I still told you like he's probably one of the greatest shooting guards ever. One or two. Um, Michael Jordan's probably one. Kobe will be two. Depending on what you see, you might think Kobe's greater than Jordan. It's up to you. I'm I'm not really too fussed about the argument. Uh, Dwayne yeah. is my favorite player ever, by the way. Um, but looking at what he was now starting to do with his um, ESPN series that he had, um, I can't remember what it's called, you know. Uh, but he was doing all that kind of stuff, looking at like the second level things in people's games, doing breakdowns and stuff. Like I'm yeah. into that. That's me right there. That's what I do. I love looking at that kind of stuff, and I really enjoyed that from him. And obviously, his dear basketball um, short movie that he got an Oscar for. Yeah, like he he was really, you know, doing big things away from the game now, and almost maybe even more important as all of that. He was spending a lot of time with his young daughter, coaching her youth team at the academy, right? Yeah, and he, you know, obviously had his own facility that he built, and he was really into these girls and their basketball. Like he's, he wasn't half-assing this. And mm. didn't he have I like heard, a? Sorry, didn't he have a book, book series coming out as well, like kids' books and stuff? That he was I don't doing know about that? kids' books, but I know he had the Mamba Mentality book out. Um, still not read. That. I need to get down to it. Definitely want to read. It. I think I need to read that too because I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> Yeah, the most heartbreaking thing I heard was from his wife at like the memorial service at Staples Center, where she said, "Obviously, not not a situation you'd ever want to deal with as a mother, as a wife, etc., etc." But with a little bit of time and a little bit of clarity, she said she understood that it might have actually been better for Colby and Gianna to go out together, because there's no way one or the other could have been here without the other. Yeah, yeah. I think about that shit. That's how close they were. That's how close they were, you know. And you know, I think all these uh, videos that are coming up online and stuff like that, you start to realize after that statement how close they really were, like inseparable, you know, from a young age. Yeah, and you can see like his last All Star game. Um, obviously, the family sat in the crowd, and you know they're not sat in the cheap seats with the rest of us, bro. They're, you know. Yeah. They're sitting with money. <laughs> He's like, nah, bung that. I'm on the court warming up with you, pops. Like, this is what we're doing. I like, right, cool, come. <laughs> come, come, come warm up. Come warm up. And she looked comfortable in that situation as well. Like, she wasn't, she wasn't, you know, overwhelmed by the fact that there are tens of thousands of people in there, that there's going to be TV cameras all over them. She said, hey, I'm, I'm here balling with my dad. You know it's so amazing when a, a child can see your, 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 a child can see their parent in such a, a ray of light, you know, and, and and it makes such a positive impact on their life. And you know, with Gigi and Kobe, obviously you can see that was like the the classic example of that was. You know, what I mean, she saw him as a messiah, a god. You know, what I mean, more than anything else. And you know, like I said, it's it's such unfortunate. It's such inf- unfortunate that obviously they've. Uh, they had such a limited time on the earth, you know, but... Yeah, and it makes sense because, you know, most of us are, you know, there's obviously one or two situations around the world that you can't really legislate for, but 
99% of us, who was your first superhero? That was your pops. Yeah. Well. So it only makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. You know, it's, it's it's just such a sad situation that they had to go in the first place. But such a young child to go out in that way. I'm hoping yeah. what I'm hearing is correct is that they had no time left to understand what was happening. So maybe the fear didn't kick in. Well, as you say that, obviously I was uh, reading up on it and stuff like that over the few, last few weeks and stuff like that. The, the helicopter itself is deemed as probably one of the safest formats of flight travel, apparently. Okay. Um, however, the helicopter itself didn't have a terrain avoidance warning system, which they call TORS, which is, you know, like when things decline, it'll tell you to pull up or you're too low and stuff like that. It didn't have a black box and it didn't have a data recorder. Yeah, that's sketchy, man. So, you know, you'd think that apparently they didn't start rolling them out to those type of helicopters as of yet. I don't I don't know the full ins and out of that. But, you know, you'd think, well, even with any celebrity or any person that's traveling, you'd have this kind of stuff uh, as, a, as, a, as a, what would you call it? Like a necessity in, in the same a necessity, you know, obviously because if anything goes wrong, these things are the ones that kind of help to evaluate what went wrong and, and what could have been avoided and etc, etc. Apparently the crash was at something like 151 to 76 miles an hour when it hit the uh, the, the hill. Shit. So you can only imagine the impact that hit, you know, and obviously we heard obviously on the news that uh, Kobe Bryant's wife will be suing the is it the helicopter guy or is it the, the actual company? Um, so that's that's a difficult one. Like, how do you, uh, how do you apportion blame in that one? Well, see, and I don't want to put no blemish on this whole this whole uh, this whole uh, incident and stuff like that. We don't know conversations that happened prior to them taking off or during their flight and stuff like that. And that's again something like a data box or a data recording box would have picked up um you know was he advised not to go you know uh reports are saying that um lapd air traffic control said they tried to ground the flight now again as you said we do not know and we don't know kobe bryant either not really but from what we know about him there's I a good chance he might have said to this guy hey fuck that we're going yeah absolutely and, and, and I, like I said, and we're not trying to put no blemish on it or anything like that, but the mentality of him would have said, let's go. So, uh, I mean, we don't and know. again, you have to think about where is it that they were headed, by the way. And which was the, uh, he was going to the facility, wasn't he? The academy, yep. was he not? And the reason he probably insisted to go by helicopter and not by car is that they were going to be late. They were going to be late anyway, but he didn't want to miss the session. So they went for the whole helicopter option instead. And obviously, what happened happened, and this is where we are now. But it, I understand that someone has to be held responsible for what happened, but I don't think it should be necessarily the individual pilot. If he's flying a craft that doesn't have all that equipment that you just listed, no black box, no terrain awareness system, um, and all that missing, but he's yeah. flying with a hand tied behind his back. Pretty much pretty much so I'll, we'll, we'll keep tabs on that one actually as it develops and we'll see you know where it goes from here but 
obviously a little bit of time has passed but if any of you out there have any more thoughts on the situation or this particular angle of it remember here's up on twitter at them man their pod where you can get at me directly that's at coach mgm case and that's at development case definitely get in touch and find a spot like i said we're not like i said well, we'll say it again we're not trying to blemish the situation or anything like that you know what i mean but we, we just need to you know, we, it's 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 easy to put the blame because actually know all the facts. You know, and or maybe yeah, this, she might. This actually has shades of a different situation. Uh, I don't know if you remember this one. Um, football player Emiliano Sala. That's correct. Yep. Um, he was playing in Italy and he was signing to, to play for Cardiff City. Perhaps, and playing France. Was it France? Yeah, playing in France. Yeah. Non. Yeah, he was a non. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, so obviously on his way to join Cardiff City and finalise details, sign the contract, he jumped into a private plane. Um, again, conditions weren't too ideal to be flying, but new star, excited to be there, etc., etc. He might have really wanted to go, and he took off with a pilot who it now turns out was not licensed. To fly, uh, to fly that particular aircraft, nor did he complete night flying training. He expired, apparently. His license was expired since 2018. Yeah, his instrument practice license, that was the one that had expired. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the aircraft, that particular aircraft, he wasn't licensed to fly in the first place. And also nighttime flying. So Salah paid him directly in cash to take that flight. So obviously, he really wanted to get to Cardiff yeah um, and these type of flights actually in sports but you know where people have to get from here to there quickly especially deadline day things like that they happen quite often apparently yeah yeah they do especially when it's deadline day so that was one that happened to go bad and we all know like there was a big kerfuffle um, Cardiff City didn't really want to pay the chance for people a player that they never really got which I don't agree with, you know, you, that's not what you were paying for. You were paying, paying for the transfer of rights. Yeah. You know, so, but that's a different issue to what we're speaking about right now. Um, but also the family, they, as you can understand, they want to blame someone, but they don't know who to blame. Yeah. That's, that's tough, man. You don't know, you don't want to be in those shoes ever. Can't imagine being in those shoes. It's, it's a hard one, you know, it's emotion over facts, isn't it? Yeah, sometimes. So these are two situations. Uh, convenience maybe wasn't as convenient as it seemed, unfortunately. Right, um, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant's daughter. And let's not forget the other family that was involved in the crash that, that was almost completely wiped out. And yeah. also rest in peace to Emiliano Sala. You know, look, enjoy what you got. Enjoy while you're doing it. Don't look too far back. Don't look too far forward, man. Just travel the road you're on. Beautiful. That was beautiful, Greg. Um, Got me emotional right now. <laughs> I heard the rumor, bro. What's the rumor? Oh, what's the rumor? I heard you got something to get off your chest. Hey, well, <laughs> you know what, right? And I'm not going to say, like, are we talking the sports one or are we talking the other one? Because I've got no, quite a few one. to get off my chest. So which one are we talking? <laughs> A little bird told me you have certain feelings about um, the act of catfishing. Right. You know what, yeah? I just feel like, what, what's with it? You know, like, what, what is with it? And, and the reason why I say this is, 
Have I been a victim in my past life? Hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah, I've been a victim. But you know, I feel like now, the more it's been exposed, the worse it becomes. You know, you see now everywhere on social media, you know, and I'm not just saying, I'm not saying it's just women, you know. Guys, guys well, be doing it well. don't know think, man them are on it. But guys be doing it in a very creepy way. Do you understand what I'm saying? Girls be doing it like, yo, we're putting our best shit forward right now on the page. Social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want to do. But then when it comes to the real life situation, you know, it, it's something different. Or they smart with the way they take the pictures. <laughs> careful, Greg, careful. Um, let me say this in... How do you say something tactless in a tactful way? Um, we've been getting catfished our whole lives. Let's not get it twisted. This is not a new thing. Women have been catfishing going back centuries. Yeah. And obviously, nowadays when you say catfishing, you're talking about a whole different category of things, a different level of fuckery. Different level? But the whole catfishing thing, bruv, come on now, man. They've been doing this. I know, but the level that they're going to now is just, it's just too far. Like, I mean, you, you, oh my God. <laughs> it's spooky, bro. It's spooky. I, I think, well, I, I saw a video, I saw a post, right? I saw a post online the other day and this guy has absolutely outed this woman. So basically saying, look, I'm sick and tired of these girls catfishing. Showed the picture, right, of the girl and then took the video of his, took his camera phone and said, look at her in real life. Blood clouds. <laughs> so that's rude, you know. Question, bro, but my question is, why are we going through so much effort to be a certain way? If you have intentions to link someone and know that when you wake up, you're gonna look different anyway. It's simple, bro. Play your position. If you are not levels, don't hit me with the okie doke, cause it's gonna be peak when man finds out. You get me? You know, and, and, and this is what it is. This is what people don't understand. There's always going to be some kind of backlash, you know? Like, you know, you, you speak to... I'm, I'm not going to be honest with you, you know? Girl, you speak to them. Yeah, let me speak. Let me see a video. Oh, no, no, no. I haven't got my makeup on. Yeah, but... Good, saying, good. But I'm saying I'm going to see you with that at some point, you know? And you, you try to give them that situation. Look, here's but no, they don't want to take it. They want to put the makeup on, <laughs> you know, or whatever they want to do. Here's a public service announcement. I want to help keep you ladies safe out there. Stop doing this. There's men out there that they'll put their hands on you for this. Put their hands on you and they don't feel no way about it. You're not going to find everyone that's just going to literally just turn the other cheek and just accept it and just go quiet. You Stop know, guys playing are, these games, yo. And for the guys that are playing these games, it's not that deep. <laughs> Let me talk to you, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that shit? <laughs> Bro... Man will turn into a whole woman, you know. Whole for woman? For what? For what? For what? What? For what? First thing they ever did is put this shit on TV. That's that's what that was. Yeah, I think when I used to watch that what, show. What was it? What was it? Um, MTV? Yeah, catfishing. Yeah, that, um, but that shows fire, though. That shows fire. <laughs> I can't watch them things there, bro. I actively avoid it. I cannot put that in my spirit. There's been I some episodes. No, but there's, Greg, there's been some episodes. If you watch these episodes... You'd be like, really? Is this what people are doing? Bro, my mom watches Judge Judy like the shit's a religion. I walked in <laughs> one day when Chris said, well, go on, mumsy. And so she's watching Judge Judy like she does. I promise you, this was the case. 
man was suing back for a long distance relationship and you know cost he had incurred because of this long distance relationship because the man got catfished all the way through and wow. he said no i'm not holding this out bro we're going to court for this wow well if you think about it like the time that you invested in that to find out it's somebody else that's 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 crazy like what would you do if you if you were talking to someone obviously and then when you finally met them they were on a different shit i would not get that deep before i knew you man g <laughs> like this guy when they met is because he was ready to go there and propose and that was their first physical meeting he's a chief so that is a chief obviously she's dead wrong for what she did but a big man she got away with it that's not what we do bro you're fucking the what? game up take losses you take wins and losses isn't it sometimes they're not for you sometimes they're for you it's just part of the game but you know i think that everyone and i'm talking male or female just be yourself if there's there's someone for someone out there no matter what yeah man just be because it's just it's not worth the risk. You gotta meet in the maddest public place possible so that if the guy gets an inkling to attack you over what just happened. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you know you this, is a true, to back it. this this is a true this is a true story, yeah. So back in I'm not gonna disclose it because that will tell my age. But anyway, yeah, so basically one time me and my <laughs> friend <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's <that's laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just going to quickly go to this story quickly. We're just going to keep it moving straight after the situation. So anyway, my guy, my guy met someone, obviously in the nightclub. Said he'll meet her the next day. And he's basically said to me, yo, Mike, come with me, man. I'm going to meet this girl, but I don't think she looks the same as when I saw her. So I'm like, cool, we'll roll. So we're rolling, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Told her to meet her at a particular place so he can get that drop on her before she gets a drop on him. So he's seen her and he's like, yo, Case, nah, nah, she don't look the same. I'm, I'm parring it, I'm parring it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let it do. I'm not gonna, I'm not making this happen. So she's rang him and he's like, she's like, where are you, babes? He's like, nah, nah, nah. Is that uh, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm coming down the road, but I can't see you, man. I can't see you. He said, I'm outside the shop. You told me. He said, nah, I'm looking. I can't see you, man. I can't see you. <laughs> he's like, but like, I can't see you. She's like, I'm outside the shop. He's like. Nah, I can't see you're taking the piss now. I started, you know, when someone starts believing their lies so hard, they start getting aggressive. Like, bro, you're taking the piss. You're not there. I'll stop wasting my time. <sighs> Slam down the phone. That was it. Damn. Did she call back? I don't know what he did after that. Every time she called back, he just let it ring out. So, I, 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 he's, he's, he's wrong for that. I think he should approach this situation. But that example of you looking a certain way one time and coming back something different, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It can get bad for anyone. You're traveling all that way <laughs> to take an L. <laughs> Imagine you just jumped on a plane for that. <laughs> to take an L. Yeah. Uh, speaking of jumping on planes, ladies, stay safe. Like, this has to stop. Stop getting flown out by people. Because <laughs> I've heard firsthand accounts of some wild shit happening with that, bro. Like, mm. it, it's your people, them. So, you, while you may want to laugh at the actual situation, if it was just a random person while they're there telling you the story you have to hold it down you know because i i just I, I can't get into the details bro but i was dying inside i just wanted to laugh so hard but i couldn't because <laughs> there were the, you know when someone's talking with 
passion and you're thinking to yourself you did it to yourself bro yeah (laughs) so yeah stop getting flown out by people because truth be told in today's society that's a contract yeah it is actually you let someone buy you a plane ticket to go to these mad exotic places you know like what time do you think it is let's go hang out 12,000 miles from where we actually are right now behave yourself behave yourself yeah, and, you know, man, them are mad entitled these days as well. So just don't put yourself in that situation. Great. You know you, what uh, one of these topics that you put up here, yeah, it's going to cause a lot of fights. What? Right. So you're telling me to talk about the best premiership team ever, yeah? I'm talking about that year. So take any one year of the premiership and any one team you want. Yeah, but, but see... So we, we're gonna have a lot of people that would actually answer this in a very biased manner, you know. And, and you know, I took time to think about this, right? Yo, come at me, bro! Like I'm waiting for the smoke because I'm not this playing about this. All right, so this is hard for me. Me being a Liverpool fan, shout out to Liverpool FC. What won't happen is happening, and you know what I'm talking about, yeah? Why are you scared to say it? I'm. Reg- I'm gonna be on. Right, I'm gonna keep it real. The best team in the Premiership for me, and I say this with a heavy heart, bro, is Man United 99. State your case. Where, where do you want me to begin? Where do you want me to begin? You know what happened in 99? They won the trouble. They won the trouble. I think the reason why, and for me, the reason why I say this, the players that they had in that team, the players they had in the team, the fight that they did, the fight that the game, that, that champion. Not only that they conquered the domestic season, yeah? Not only did they conquer the domestic season, but to win the Champions League in the manner they did. The players that they had playing for them, and I'm talking a lot of home-based players there, going up against Europe's best. I don't think you'll ever see a team do it like that again. Right, I'm afraid I can't give that one to you. You don't have to. <laughs> because um, I deliberately said the best premiership team in, at any one season. End up, keep it in the premiership, my guy. But you say no domestic Because involved. I think... No, because we can, I can, I can easily take um, the Liverpool team of um, the early two thousands. I can either say two thousand and one or the two thousand five team. Remember in two thousand one, I think it was two thousand one. They cleared oh, up the five, in five, the European five, competitions. Five, 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 five. Right. Yeah. Okay. If you're saying just domestic, yeah. don't make me say this, bro, because I can't. <laughs> Come on with it, Greg. Don't make me say this. Come on with it. Well, win, lose, the draw, bro. I know. Premiership team, it's Arsenal, right? it has to be Arsenal. Arsenal's invincible. It has to now, be. Now, it's going to come across to certain man that I kind of bullied you into that answer. You did Full bully disclosure, me. Mine's an Arsenal fan. I have been for life. It's never yeah, going to change. Did. He coerced me. 100%. I just kept the parameters where they needed to be kept. Nah, you you know what? I'm starting, I was starting to think about it. You're slick. You, you're good at this. You, you know what? All right. Touche. Arsenal invincible <laughs> season. <laughs> right, you know what? No, no. I'll do it's it. I'll I can say it. No, no. I can say it. I can say it. I can say it, Greg. Arsenal's invincible season, hands down, best Premiership team. You know, you don't go every day going on a whole season undefeated. Not only that, forty-nine games. Okay, forty-nine games without an L. Still a record till today. Obviously, I know why this came up, and you know who I support. But yeah, there you go, Arsenal. Arsenal. There you go. Okay, Case, are you ready? Um, now, I'm going to state the case for 
for Arsenal for the answer you just gave, right? But I'm going to say this. Now, just so you understand the situation that I'm in. I'm an Arsenal fan. My brother is a Man United fan. My dad is a Liverpool fan. He's the best one out of all of them. My mum supports whoever it is that she last heard about. <laughs> my sister was a Chelsea fan. I've not checked on this in a minute. My brother-in-law is a Liverpool fan. I got all the ops right here in my family. I got all of them. Um, but that being said, case I have to honestly say that this season's Liverpool team, I ain't never seen nothing like it. I've never seen anything like it. Now, right. let me get me. to that in a minute. I, t- trust me, I will. But getting back to Arsenal, what you just said is 100% true. You Just going through 38 games from August till May without losing any. Now, that is tough. Like Some of the results they had to pull out in the 49 game and beating run as well. 3-1 down to Middlesbrough, winning 5-3. Like, that was sticky. But I have to be completely honest, there were too many draws in that season for me to say was the best season. Well, if you put it like that, then yeah. If you put it like that on record, and you're talking bases on record, then yeah, it makes sense what you're saying. But in saying that, if the season had to stop now, then yeah. Otherwise, it's still like 9-8. By the way, it's looking like it might have to. Right, and and, and I'm saying if, if, if it didn't, We've still got nine, ten games to play. So still got nine, ten games I didn't, to play. I didn't, and to be fair, let's yeah, Liverpool's form at the minute is slightly shaky, but up to this point, um, I can't punish Liverpool more for that one loss, which is three points dropped, than I can Arsenal for almost I think it was what twenty four points they dropped in draws. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's, it's not really fair, is it? No. So, anyone can lose to anyone in the Premiership right now. We've already seen that. Like, there have been some stunning results. I'm going to give a big um, shout to Sheffield United. Yeah, they're doing bits, man. Coach has come from nowhere and shown that, look, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. And also, like, the state of the Premiership right now, from 5th to 10th is 6 points. That's anyone's game. Anyone's game. My guy, from... First to second is 25. That's Think a gap. about what I, I just mean, told you. Yeah, but I'm saying the gap. So the gap, 25 points. Mathematically, no, we, we know that realistically. Like, realistically, ain't no one catching us. No, one more win, I think. Or possibly two, because Man City have a game in hand, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they're saying One two, more win and it's done. Because I think one of the games fall against actually City itself. So... So, in all reality, if that win comes against City, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this might be the earliest, sorry, could have been the earliest, that the Premier League was wrapped up. Yeah. Could have been. So, again, I'm not going to punish Liverpool more for one loss, even though it was a little bit of a clotting, than I am Arsenal for all those draws. We dropped hella points. Yeah, but you know what? When Liverpool lost that game, Arsenal fans were super happy. I even saw like, like <laughs> ex-players saw Campbell and uh, Thierry Henry going to the, the media. Yeah, one and only Invincibles. Da da da. Look, that's, that's the thing of pride, bro. You gotta hold on to that. Don't get me wrong. Like, 
uh, in the NFL, the, the members of the 1972 Miami Dolphins team, which is to this day the only NFL team to finish the season and playoffs unbeaten, every year when the last possible unbeaten team loses, they meet up and have a round of drinks. <laughs> you I can't mean, be mad at them for that. You can't be, but it's, it's just a part of history now, isn't it? Like, you know, the game's different. You know, the element, everything. You know what? It's fine. That gold trophy is never going anywhere. It's ours. Whoever does it next, you get your own. You know, you don't have to give it back. But I, I really thought this Liverpool team was going to be one to do it. But again, it just goes to show how difficult and for an achievement that was. It is a difficult achievement. You know, and, and, and to be honest, ain't nobody more surprised by that loss than me. <laughs> Trust but, me. Um, can we go back and look at that team, though? Like, starting from the back. Um, probably the weakest link was. I can tell you that. I'd say in goal, really. You reckon? At that time, he was on the way out. David Seaman. Was mm. it Seaman or was it Layman by that time? Um, I still feel like it was he. Like, he was on his way out. Now, funny enough, we hate his guts now, but one of the strongest parts of the team, left back, Ashley Cole. I beg to differ. Continue. I beg to differ. I think the, the strongest part of your team was Gilberto Silva. He was the steadiest. I don't think he was the strongest. Um, obviously, sometimes your best ability is your availability, and he was always there. I but feel you like can never, that. ever, ever open your mouth to put Gilberto Silva above Patrick Vieira. What? Listen to what I'm saying, yeah? And without Gilberto Silva, yeah? See that? Watch you your see mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. You see Gilberto? Listen to what I'm saying. You see Gilberto Silva? You lot have tried to emulate that same formation or that same formula with so many different players. I'm just saying. Isn't it? I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just but saying. Have we ever allowed, replaced Patrick Vieira? He allowed players like Vieira to get forward. Just saying. <laughs> no, I don't get me. I hear what you're saying on that. But a few years later, mind you, Arsenal had a run to the Champions League final. Who was playing that role? Edu, who's now actually the director of football at Arsenal. Shout out to him. But Edu played that role in the same way and allowed the guys going forward to do what they do so was Gilberto really that guy he was integral to what we did but was he that guy he's that guy that's it <laughs> Bro, Ashley Cole is the one man in history that I've ever seen to this day lock up Cristiano Ronaldo fair enough fair enough no one else has ever done it fair enough alright so defensively Ashley Cole. Uh, and of course, we had Tottenham's captain in our back four. <laughs> Old Campbell. Played very, Campbell. You know what? He was solid. He was solid. There's only a few defenders that I know, centre-backs, that's played with that composed, composed mentality in, in the Premiership. Campbell, Rio Ferdinand, and currently Van Dijk. Ledley King could be in there, but he was never healthy. He's good for about three matches a season. <laughs> <laughs> Man, a sick note, you know. Three matches a season. Yeah. But yeah, midfield was midfield was tidy. Um, that was the emergence of young Cesc Fabregas. You had Robert Perez in there, Freddie Jumberg. Of course, Thierry Henry up front. Um, Jose Reyes. You, let's let's peace to him, man. R.I.P. to Reyes, absolutely. Um... You're forgetting that Henry, when he first started out with football, you were actually a winger. So, shout out to Arsene Wenger to creating such a monster. 
<laughs> now, yep. Wenger will have known what Henry was all about because back in the day at Monaco, he was there before he went to Japan and came to Arsenal via the long route. Henry and Wenger at one time were at Monaco at the same time. And then obviously Henry went to Juventus, which was not the greatest experience for him. Even though he still did enough there to be selected for France's 98 World Cup squad. Um, what a team that was, by the way. Uh, so, obviously, he was always, always a footballer. Just never found the right fit until he came to Arsenal. So, shout out to Le Professeur. And not to mention the, the, uh, the masterclass, Dennis Bergkamp. The non-flying Dutchman, yo. Like, probably... If you had to name three people, key signings that made the Premier League what it was in the early days, he was one. He definitely was one of them. Another was um, for United, you had Eric Cantona. Uh, Of course, he was a good player at Leeds, but he just became something else at United. Obviously, the exposure to European football, etc. He he was something special for them. Um, and you got to respect anyone that's going to climb into the crowd with a Kung Fu kick wanting all the smoke. <laughs> you got to yeah, respect that guy. I'm going to remember on a more positive note. You know what I mean? He's, he's a part of the reason why I fell in love with uh, Jocko Benito. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he turned into like the smoothest guy on planet Earth after he retired. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And uh, for me, who, the third guy in that would be you might not agree but I say Alan Shearer simple Alan that's what I call him yeah, like, they made it was such a big deal that his hometown club was willing to pay then a world record fee to bring him home and he obviously went on to be the greatest goal scorer the Premier League ever saw so were they wrong no they weren't so shout out to them three guys man you guys really made simple Alan no nonsense you know there was no desire technique it's just put the ball in the back of the net you know he's Tim Duncan <laughs> simple, simple. Alan Shearer, Tim Duncan, same guy, different sport. That's a good analogy, good analysis, good comparison. <laughs> yeah, um, there's some wild shit that we need to talk about, bro. Right. And when I say this shit is wild, this shit is wilder than a pack of hyenas, bro. Right. And before we go through this and say anything about this, guys, if you if you, if you don't want to hear this kind of stuff, like we do apologize in advance. But you know, it's something that needs to be addressed, and I think it's a it's a quite horrific situation to be in as well. <sighs> um, considering we've just gone through um, a trial and had a conviction, we can take this as red. Um, Andy Anokia, better known to you as Solo Forty Five, he was convicted in Bristol Crown Court, right? Uh, He was facing 30 charges over a two-year period. Uh, Like, there's many many things you can accuse me of. Many things I can be. I can be a murderer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But rapist? No respect. No love. No. Absolutely nothing. Zero tolerance. Like, bro, get the gap. Bring bring the gun to the courtroom. Straight on his call. As soon as they announce the conviction, just let it go. Let it rip. As soon as they say guilty, that's it, let it rip. There's, there's, there's no excuse for that kind of mentality. Um, there's many things out there. I mean, apparently they're trying to start questioning his mentality or his mindset at the time or whatever. But for me, over a two-year period, 30 counts, 21 rapes, two counts of assault by penetration, false imprisonment. Like reading the details of this case. This was a sick brother. 
you know this is 90,000 images on his phone abundance of videos you know this is not something that was just by chance or anything this is this is a this is what somebody enjoys doing like someone like yeah. this you take them you put them under the jail then you nuke the jail it's, it's, it's not acceptable it's horrible it's it's disgusting and you know um condolences to anyone that had to be a part of it you know and it's it's never it's not something that's going to leave the mind straight away or, or anytime soon you know it's not it's, possible it's, not possible your, your whole life the rest of your natural life you're waking up every day with this on your mind so yeah we, like, we bro, like, i've got obviously we all do i have a mother i have a sister i have a niece i have friends female friends that are so close to me i can't imagine this type of shit man it's, just, it's a horrible thing man definitely a horrible thing like you know? do we get into the details like uh, it's unavoidable really what can, you can't you can't really avoid it. It's it's, it's there in it. You know. Let, let's just can I we just this let's just, just focus on this one thing real quick, Greg. Two counts of assault by penetration. They didn't say rape. That means you took something, Q stick, whatever, and jammed it in. Like what the fuck, yo? You know that is that is by far so revolting. On top of a rape, this. It's a, it's a separate thing. You understand what I'm saying? You got rape, and then you have two counts of penetration. Wait, what's going on in your life that makes you do that? You know, false imprisonment, ABH. You know, and then and it's, it it surpasses uh, sexual fantasies and and you know erotic asphyxiation. This is extreme stuff. This is now. This stuff. is the evidence that they presented. It was so bad that at the end of the trial. The jury members were excused from further jury duty for life. I can only imagine. You never have to be on a jury again. The shit you just heard, you don't need to never hear that again ever in your life. Right? And, and the defense didn't ask for it, but the judge ordered a psychiatric report to be carried out on Solo. He said Absolutely. there must be something wrong with this guy. There's no way. Sadistic rape and torture. 11 hours the jury was in there for. Like, I can imagine there was obviously one person there like, yo, are you hearing this shit? Are we sure that someone's capable of this? That's, I think that's what was going on. Yeah. Not that anyone doubted that these things happened, but someone had to be in there like, yo, are we really saying that there's someone sick enough to do this? So was someone, someone said to me something like, he's almost the, the black version of Roxon. Oh boy, Jesus. Those are the exact words someone told me. Black version of Bronson. <sighs> Damn, like Bronson got bodies on him as well. You know, it's it's, it's like I said, it's it's like we saying it's, it's a sad situation to see. It's it's, it's bad. Um, you know, an idol, a mogul that some people probably looked at and saw on the on the outside as a, as a great music, uh, a music artist, producer type. You know, he's a smart man. You know, he had I mean, he had qualifications to work in the IT sector. You know, and he, he done the music, and on and on the on the inside, on the, on the inside of it all, he's this this other person. You know, did you go to Twitter? Was you was you watching the Twitter feeds about them uh, trying to go up to members of the crew that he was affiliated with, telling that they should give a public apology and stuff like that? I mean, bro, I am not affiliated with the wild shit that you do on your own time. I'm sorry, like leave me out of this. 
you can't you can't you can't put call people and make them accountable for something that they they had nothing to do with like we might know it we might know of him but we don't know what he's doing on the side i think about this uh I'm, i read that um uh, i don't even know how long ago this was uh, a woman was leaving his apartment yet yeah, and as she's leaving he shouts out to her your parents shouldn't even bury you dude what's wrong with you it's okay you're doing this shit you should die for that why are you documenting it are you gonna go back and watch highlights clip it you know see oh i could have done this what the fuck are you doing with the evidence with the video sorry keeping it on your phone backed up into the icloud wherever it was Ninety thousand images they say ninety thousand nine let's think about that figure for a second ninety thousand images i don't even know what kind of storage you need for that that's beyond gigs i'm, I'm sure i'm sure that's a beyond gigs has to be so yeah it's, it's, it's a sad one um i don't wish this no one. free bro for this one fuck this nigga. no i don't wish many things on some people but you know what justice has to be served in this count you know and hopefully this week we'll find out what the outcome of this is like i you have to understand i don't care how much you like his music or whatever like there's a person behind everything me personally i've not for that i don't even know it might even be getting on to four years i have not voluntarily on my own listened to an r kelly song in that whole time i'm not doing it and we're talking about now yeah <laughs> like and i know that there were some songs even just featuring him or something that i used to get down to yeah i've had to let it go i've had to let it go bro i can't do it sad to hear man definitely sad to hear so listen all you guys out there let's just never ever get caught don't, don't even the accusation don't put yourself in that situation you can be anything you can be a lot of things in this world never ever be a rapist don't even let the accusation be made yo yeah let's write one above man let's be smart let's be smart yeah, I, I know a boy of mine back when we were in uni uh he went back uh to his own place with this girl and they were getting down to him and kissing and all that in his top he was about to uh take his underwear off and by the way stop doing this uh she he said that this is what she told her afterwards as he's taking his underwear off, she goes oh no he said what yo man rolled over and went to sleep he was like no nah, i'm not doing that <laughs> now obviously later on or the next day whatever she was like oh no that was just a sexy you know don't do that dumb shit don't do that don't if there ain't no sexy you know that shit doesn't exist if you say no that's what that is it's no no means no yep so if i hear no i might even teleport you know what i'm saying i'm out of there that way you can't ever get caught up in the situation uh yes you know what i'm saying so it's time to grow up like get this idea of a sexy no out of your head especially man them like do not fall for that bullshit consider a person's feelings read the signs and do the right thing yep uh now i am not ending on that note <laughs> there's absolutely no way that's some dark shit um but here's something i know that we need to talk about next week and i i've been asking you to watch this program yeah um and i think as many of you out there need to get onto it if you're not already onto it uh bbc iplayer notes and crosses yeah this is the best thing i've seen in a long time and I, I don't watch tv I only went and looked for it because um, I seen someone on the timeline talking about it and some of the things they noticed. I was like, okay, I gotta check this out. People, we need to watch Noughts and Crosses. I think everybody needs to because 
you learn something about yourself when you do. Definitely will. Take yeah. a watch. No spoilers. Take. No spoilers. No spoilers. Take it in. Watch it. Give us some feedback. Let's talk about it. Definitely. But um, I give a shout out to Greg for putting me onto that one. It's 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 thoroughly. It was a very good watch. Very good watch. Yeah, man. Um. It's funny that we've reached this point. Um, it's time to run it back, bro. Remember what? our closing topic from last week? What was that? I don't remember. Can you back your chat? All right. Oh, God. <laughs> I heard there's a little update to that situation, Michael Case. Take it away. All right. I don't want to go too much into it. Um, in, my eyes, in my eyes, it's this. If a situation happens on the day, it happens on the day. We are not kids anymore okay so we have to learn to come up with the trump's set losses and and and, and take them gracefully what i don't respect and i will say this i want i'm not like i said i'm not calling out no names what i don't respect is people that don't lose gracefully so in this particular situation obviously it, it, it it done the following week there was an attempted sneak attack sneak attack you know and that's what I'm calling it. It's a sneak attack because you tried to do it in a sense where you knew his guard would be down. So, you know, like, why? I mean, do you, do you gain respect for that person? I've lost all respect in that, in that format. In that so, format. What, what, there's something that you've not said. The day that this all started and it happened, they dabbed up. They dabbed up. They, they, they made peace. They absolutely did make peace. And then, so you know, the that problem, happens... It's it's done. If you anything you do from that time forth, you're a whole bitch. Yeah, you you you. you I mean, like I said, in it, I've, I've the, for the situation it is, I've lost respect in that format because if you've dabbed up, it's it's done, you know. But for you to try to to, to come in a in a sneak approach at that, you don't get respect. You don't get respect for stuff like that. So you know, for, for those guys deal with their situation head on, accept it, and move forward. You got most respect for me. People that want to try and do sneak attacks or try to to live on something that's done or, or or give fake homage, as some would say, you get no respect. Yeah, and here's the other thing, bro. Like you're only reacting to ego at that point. Absolutely. Like, is your ego that fragile? Grow up. You're a grown-ass man with a job and bills. Like, what are we doing? And this is from me. This is from Greg. You know who you are. You know I'm talking to you. You a bitch for that. Like, I, I can't look at you in the same way after this. So, just understand. You go to extend your hand to me. It's not getting shook. I might spit on it. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> just let you know, it? It's how you feel. So, it's respected. All right. So... I think you need to reconsider your your life and your actions, bro. Until that day, you're not getting that respect from me, man. And it, you deserve not to be respected. That's the true facts about it. Yeah, man. Hey, that's another week, man. I'm really enjoying <laughs> these chats, man. This shit's fun. Definitely, definitely. Um, I know we've got a quite... You know what? I'll just keep it briefly, but we've got a few people that's trying to jump on board this. So within the next few coming weeks, we will have some guests coming in. Some surprise guests. I'm going to get some ultimate truths. Yeah, so look out got- for that because um, I think some there are some things that haven't been said that need to be said and stories that I think we've all heard about, but I don't know too much the, the details within those situations. So 
definitely keep your eyes and ears peeled for what's coming up. Absolutely. All right, man. It's been another week of Them Man Their Podcast. This is your boy, Greg. This is Mr. Case, and we signing out. All right, shout out to everybody. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, man. Hit that follow or subscribe button wherever you get your podcast, And make sure you're supporting the movement, guys. Yeah. Good evening and God bless.